Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dad and Dristiano Experience. This is your source to see the world through two different lenses of a father and son. And today we have a wonderful new guest, my mother. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I love your sweater, Mom. It's really cool. Hi, gracias. Yeah. All right, on today's agenda, I want to cover the topic about religion, motivation, uh, ways to be not stressed, just a lot of stuff that's relevant, not only in my life, but a lot of people's lives, well, especially right now. So I kind of just want to cover the topic of um, motivation. That's basically the biggest thing that I want to talk about. How do you stay motivated in, in goals that you have, short-term or long-term? Um, how do you stay motivation even when stuff isn't for certain? We're talking about certainty. So a lot of people feel as if they have a lot of motivation when stuff is certain. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I can't really think of any examples, but I want you I want you guys to both take me through where are times in your lives that you have basically felt like you have no motivation to do anything, but you just use religion or something else or just something that motivates you in a, in a good way to get you through those times. So if you guys have any examples, I'd love to hear them. Well, I'll go first. It's an awesome question. Uh, you know, it's funny that you said this because, again, we, this is unscripted, but I couldn't sleep last night. And I was thinking exactly about motivation, weirdly, in, when I couldn't sleep. because so I was thinking about eight, like phases in life when you go through being more motivated and less motivated. But I, I definitely do that. I think everybody does. And mom is awesome at focusing and staying motivated on, on the right topics at hand. So she can have some good stuff to say here, but I'll just say quickly for me, motivation has to come with, from within. Nobody else is going to make you motivated. And you've got to find those things to your point. That's the, the $64,000 question. As they say, I don't know what it is for everybody, but for me, motivation really comes from setting goals and setting objectives. And I'm a list maker. So I, I say, there's things I want to accomplish. There's things that I want to get done. And then I drive to go make sure to get those goals done because it makes me feel good. That's my motivation is to feel good on accomplishments that I can do either with a team, with you, with Carlo, with mom, or for myself. And it's hard to do those all the time because you just get, life takes over. Like you said, there's so many stresses going on. And I think for me, just what helps is you'll, you'll hear a lot of speakers talk about things like this. So just, you know, get to the ones that you can get through first. If you, if you've got a list of 10 priorities. They're not really 10 priorities because nobody can do 10 priorities. But what are the three that you can do right now and go finish them off? And you get that sense of accomplishment. And you say, oh gosh, I feel good. I can do that. And then I move on to the next three. And then I move on to the next three and do things like that. And then find goals. Like for me, what works is like, what's a big goal I want to go, I want to go after in the future? You know, do I want to buy a vacation house? Do I want to take you guys on a cool trip? Do I want to get the next job? Those kind of things. And then work towards that motivation. So that's a little bit from my perspective, how about you? Ben? On my perspective, I start um, the attitude, the positive attitude, and I go to my religion. Um, I leave a lot of stuff um, to God and to Jesus. I said, you know what? Today is up to you. Uh, you, I, my faith has um, helped me motivate. Like it's not um, a regular day, and I have the up and down. I just accept it how it is and count my blessings. I always count my blessings. I'm grateful. I'm most grateful for everything I have. And I start saying, what do I have? Why my love, my children, my husband, 
I have food, I have shelter, I have all these wonderful things and I'm complaining about the little things. So why do I complain about these little stupid things when I have all these humongous things and I shouldn't complain? So I think at the end of the day, my love for my family, my love around me, my friends, my parents, my good um, examples in life. And that's how helped me to go and value what I have instead of focusing on the negative. I think is the attitude for me. That's awesome. And I also follow up question. Do you believe that religion has a direct cause to motivation? Do you think that as a religious person that motivates you to pursue goals in any way? Yes, always, always. I always trust in God and my virgin and always in, in every way I'm there always with me. So I never forget um, where I come from, who they are. And it helps me a lot. Always when, especially when I get lost, when I feel lonely, when I feel fear, all those feelings, you know, I just honestly go to my prayers and my Jesus and always praise. This is yours. You tell me what to do, what to expect, because we are human beings. We always, you know, we have feelings, we have emotions, we have moments, and we have to value exactly what we are going through and aware. Be aware and value and acknowledge your feelings. For me, I'm very... Um, I have to be aware of the feelings. Otherwise, we don't, if we ignore them and we avoid them, I think it goes into a big storm in our brain or our life and our feelings. And then when we got that and we can explode and say, ah, all that and nasty things and be, not be kind. And sometimes we don't have patience for each other or for our family or for anybody. And so we have a bad day and doesn't mean I'm perfect, but I'm trying to get to the, why am I like acting like that? What I want to know the behavior, why people act like that, not to justify them, but I want to know where they're coming from. So let's come sympathetic to it and see, you know, I used to justify people when they're bad behavior. That's not a good thing to justify people when all in a sense the bad behavior. Just you can do both empathetic and understand. And it's not hard to judge. Judging, we all judge. And that's another thing that I'm struggling this Lent because I'm going to offer not criticism and criticism and judging. So waking up early. <laughs> that's another thing. So I hate to. Oh my God, that's Wait, awesome. Uh, that's the right. first I've heard of that right now. So yeah. today was the start. Mom got up at 6.45 today or 6.35 today. So we had a well, record been... since you guys were in high school. She doesn't like to get up like that because she has like got no, no kids to cook for. I don't for. have anybody to wake up early anymore. So I like my sleep. Well, I think, uh, I think we jumped from a lot there and I kind of want to narrow it down to one thing. So I've made a lot of observations from people in my university. And last year in my theology class, uh, religion was actually was not actually a big part of anyone's lives. So a lot of people were atheists. They a lot of people said they were spiritual. I still don't know what that really means. But a lot of people didn't believe in God. And that as a person growing up, you know, I went to Jesuit school, I went to Catholic school. And I do believe there is a God. And what would what would you guys say to someone who I would say someone who is lost. I'm not saying that you have to believe in God, but I feel as if some people have these filler things for them to have their own way to cope with the afterlife or anything or something like that. And I feel as if, I don't know, I, I don't like people want certainty in their life. And that's what makes people motivated, as I said before. So what would you say to someone who is not willing to give that chance to God? Well, what would you, what would you say to that? That's a tough one. That's a very tough one because 
you have to be open to anything in your life. You have to be open. And if you're not open and ready, that's a very, it's like a wall. You're having a wall and you carry your wall everywhere or your cloud. So I think um, with example, I think with example, you don't need to preach. Uh, Jesus, for example, for me, is a great example. He used to uh, preach, but he everything was by example. Everything he lead by example, like a leader. So I think you don't need to convince people. And the people who wants to follow whatever they want to follow, because I think the human being needs to believe in something more, their hope to have faith. And to get into certain points of religious um, religion is very hard because people have their different opinions. And I don't want to carry everybody and convince everybody and tell them, you have to believe this, this is my truth. This is because everybody's truth, everybody's God is their own. So when I'm thinking here, when coming from, I think the problem that we have right now with our young people and all people in the pandemic, that is hard, is being alone and not feeling that you have something in your life to believe. Mm -hmm. And I think religion and for me, it's helped me uh, in every situation, believing. And by example, I don't need to tell everybody that I love Jesus, that I love my Virgin Mary, and I have God always with me. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to convince anybody. I just want them to see how happy I am, how joyous I am with when I'm with everybody because I carry with them with me always so I think my example by example and seeing you know why how do you do it well I I, I trust in God I trust in Jesus I always pray for the Virgin Mary for my kids because she's gonna take care of them and I know they're theirs and they're not mine anymore so that's how I that's my personal very different vision of things in life I think the power of prayer is amazing. I rely that, on that, but not everybody feels that. And to connect with God, it's a process. It's not one day to know, oh, today I'm going to be spiritual. Today I'm going to go to church. Today I'm going to know. It's a process of years, of years of learning where you're coming from. And to believe in something that you don't see, that's another process. So it's a whole thing that you can't teach from one day to another. You have to feel it. You have to see it. You have to understand that's for me, my personal experience, because I was raised Catholic, but I was raised Catholic in a guilt way. And I learned by the Jesuits and how different is to know Jesus and to get to through Jesus as example and follow him. I just feel love. That's it. So I'm going to, what were you saying, Dad? No, I was first going to laugh. You said you were raised Catholic with a guilt way. Like, who wasn't, right? If you were raised Catholic, we were all raised with Catholic guilt, obviously. But I think, you know, mom, mom gave her opinion and awesome views. And I think she is a great example of, you know, how to live and how to do a process of being close to God and close to your religion. And your religion is whatever your religion is, by the way, for anybody. It's not really about forcing it on somebody. I mean, for me, I've been up and down or in and out, I would say, of religion on my own, you know, sometimes forced by my parents when I was younger than on my own when I was in my teen years. And then, you know, on my own with mom's influence since we've been married. And I think it's it's a bad, to mom's point, it's about how you live, because think about all of the kind of false prophets, if you will, in life, social media, Instagram, Snapchat, the in crowd of your friends, the in crowd at work, all of those sort of things. And what are people really happy about? And what do people rely on when they're in a 
difficult situation. And whether or not you believe in God or you're a religious person, it's something to certainly explore and try as another alternative if you're having challenges in life. Because having that feeling of support, of someone to talk to, other people who have that same type of commitment, who you know that you can count on, that you can trust, that you have that connectedness, that you're not alone in the world. To me, that's what religion is. And that's what believing in God is. And having somebody there who's going to help you, just another another crutch going through life that helps through the challenging times. Dealing with you, know, you guys when you were going through the tough teenager, teenage years, mom and I dealing with challenges that are exist with parents and in marriage and, and at, uh, at work, crisis. you know, any kind of crisis. So it's just another important leg in the stool. Like I'm, I'm just always one that says, try everything and learn about everything you can, because you don't know what's going to be the one thing that's going to stick with you. That's going to help you. And if you stay closed and you say, I just don't want to do it. I don't believe well, why not? And that could be in anything, whether it's God, religion, the power of prayer, whatever it may be, try. But you need to try consistently, just like anything. It's like working a muscle. So what you're saying is, correct me if I'm wrong, but to a person that you would theoretically give advice to, you would say, uh, don't force it upon yourself, but you need to find something that will carry you through life in a way that you see fit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just uh, find your way, find your path, find the crutch. But you can't yeah. someone. You can't give someone the the power of God to carry life. Like this, this actually goes on to my next point that I really want to talk about is uh, how do you uh, how do you not stay stressed in life? Because that's kind of it ties in with the whole thing. Because there's a quote that probably a lot of people know. It's you are who you surround yourself with, and I feel as if a lot of people that don't find their group, their people don't end up becoming the person that they want to be. They end up becoming the person that highlights everyone else's characteristics, whether they may not may be positive or negative. And I've found, or well, I've, I've tested like multiple things, just being with different people and how that made me feel. And not only do I like being with people that have similar, you know, humor as me, similar interests as me, you have to find people with my mom. I was talking to this uh, about her like two days ago and you have to find people with values. That's the most important. Values are the most important thing you can have in another person in a group because yeah. with values it doesn't really separate yourself that much from those people although they have different interests whatever they may be nerdy athletic whatever it may be but with the same values you really connect on a deeper level than you would if someone who just likes playing call of duty all the time so <laughs> no, yeah. Right. yeah i know it's great though you're right yeah. I, I mean i there's a lot in there. I mean, first you started off with how, how do you not stay stressed? And I was laughing. I'm thinking, hey, who says I'm not stressed? Ironically, I said to mom, so you can validate, three weeks ago, for the first time in my adult life, Daniel, I'm not stressed. I'm 54 years old. And for the first time in my adult life, I'm not stressed. And I realized that for me, stress just always came from overthinking and the, the weight with which I took being a provider and saving for college and paying for a house and making sure mom and you and Carlo had food and vacations and clothes and everything. And it just stressed the crap out of me, to be honest. And it was just nutsy. Now that you're in college and I'm further along in my career and the school's paid for and houses paid for and all those kind of things, like I've reduced, reduced my stress, but it also is helping me. And this is the, the cool thing. I mean, I still am learning every day to realize and looking back, you know, I didn't need to be that stressed, but it's hard to tell yourself in that moment. And I think everything we just talked about, finding the right people with values, 
believing in God uh, or your God, believing in uh, asking for help when you need help, which is critical for, for people. There's so many people that suffer in silence with stress because they think they've got to put forward an image that I've got it. It's all together. I totally know what I'm doing. And I used to get that feedback from people at work all the time. Like, you don't seem to ever get stressed. You've got it all to put together. You get up and speak in front of everybody. And do, said, are you kidding me? Like inside, I'm like this all the time. And it's just something to work at. And it's exercise. It's God. It's relationships. It's friends. It's family. It's those close to you with the same values because you, you truly don't have the time to waste on the things that are not driving those helpful attitudes for you. I'm saying, not saying don't waste time on people, but don't waste time on the people that are being a bad influence on you because you're not, if if you're only doing it because they're in, that's not going to help you at all. That's my view. I think about not being stressed. It's impossible. It's impossible. You know, it's, I don't think anybody in their life can tell you, Oh, I'm never stressed. I always take it easy. No, you always have worries. You always have feelings, you have emotions and stress comes from that about worrying about feeling hopeless, about feeling that nothing's going to be solved in that moment that, that you're, this is the end of the world, that, that something is wrong. And with me, with around, so you get negative, I think. And the more you negative you get, the more you get into your circle. So I think at the end of the day, let's start with something positive to come for you to be not stressed. Um, we have stress in our life since we wake up, since we cross the street, since we, what are we gonna wear? What are we gonna eat? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna, everything. So at the end of the day is daily life. The thing is the attitude uh, about being positive, about being, you know what? Count your blessings. You're alive, you're reading, you're eating, you're starting again with the attitude, the positive. You can't, it's so easy to go to the negative. That's why I don't watch the news. I don't turn the news. I don't want to hear because everything is negative and an opinion. So I don't like politicians. I don't like to get into politics, but I really like to express that love and kindness and patience is going to be a thing of not being stressed. Well, you cannot be stressed, but you decide to do this thing and just to say, you know what, let me figure out this and find a way that I can solve it. And easy, I know I have hope that we're going to solve whatever issue we're going to do. And until I solve it, now I can be relieved. The second of all, the values. The values are so important. I think the world right now, we're suffering with so much selfishness in our young generations i don't think anybody wants to sacrifice anything zero in this world especially young kids and i see it a lot around they don't want to have kids they don't want to marriage is a lot of work oh yeah it, it is it is but it, you know what it's a lot of satisfying because this is your family this is the future how in the world people survive without having a family who have a support group that's your support group that's your loving support group, your environment. You're supposed to be there for your family and your family for you. This is supposed to be your safe place, your home, your parents, your brothers, your siblings. Instead of being judged, you're supposed to be you. So I think everything together with Valence Find the Right Group, it takes the same time. Like I tell my kids to do the positive thing than a negative thing. So put your effort into positive things and surrounded with people that really, really enjoy being with you and you learn from them. 
I think learning from other people is the best thing you can do. And people who are negative and who put you down and don't let you be yourself, they're not your friends. And they're struggling with personal stuff. It doesn't mean they're bad people, but it's it, with all this negativity, you need to be surrounded with good people. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys. I what do you guys have any final comments to wrap things up? Because uh, we're almost out of time. Any anything that you want anyone to take home? I think it's just awesome questions that you're asking, D, and you know, having being this positive influence with people in general who are watching this and with your friends and with your family and everybody that you connect with. I think it's just an amazing conversation to have because this level of personal connection for, especially for your generation is critically important because you know how hard it is. And we see how hard it is to get people to sit down and be able to focus like this, even for two minutes, let alone for 25 minutes and actually have a conversation. It's awesome. So I love what you're doing and looking forward to continuing to do this every week. You are fantastic. And I love you. I love you too, Dad. Don't want me. Damn, my amor. Um, I'm very proud of you guys. You guys are amazing and doing amazing things and learning. I want you to learn from your mistakes. And I think the learning experience in life is to, like I always said, is not that you fall. It's how you stand up. Mm -hmm. How you're going to stand up and say, this is not going to happen to me. And if it happens to me again, what are we going to need to do different? And learning experience and appreciate and bless and be surrounded with all these wonderful people and learn, 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 travel and all these cultures, all these things that you're in Europe, please learn, please travel, please value, please see people in a different, different perspective and value and be empathetic and be, you don't have a lot of time to be with people right now because we're suffering from this pandemic, but right now value and value every second of your life and don't regret anything just learn i think nothing is a failure i think everything is an experience awesome awesome well uh to anyone who is stressed out there i want to tell you do not think of things that are out of your control do not try to control things that are out of your control because that will make you only more stressed only focus what you can do and what you will do if you focus on things that are out of your control it will make you only more stressed and that's what i was struggling with so uh with that uh i'm gonna end it right here uh love you guys very much and well, you guys. Everybody. You can love everybody. Yeah, I can love everybody. All right. Love you. Love you. Thanks, Bye. Bye.